Welcome to Killing JFK for 400. This figures to be a bite-sized portion look at the murder of John F. Kennedy. This is created primarily for the novice, though the teacher sometimes learns more than the student. Instead of mysterious lurking figures in grainy photographs, I'm preferring documents that wouldn't make sense if the gunman was a disaffected loner without reasons for simply doing what he wasn't capable of. Your responses are encouraged. Episode 17, Why the Bay of Pigs Mattered. I'm not a huge fan of studying war or war um, biopics or watching war movies, or anything about that. If you are, that is phantasmaglorious. But it's not something I was trained to be all that interested in growing up. And I haven't happened into that sort of uh, um, interest through my years. I'm not going to run down that rabbit hole. I have other rabbit holes. However, when it comes to talking about the JFK assassination, the Bay of Pigs is something that has to be discussed, at least in a cursory fashion. I'm going to admit, I'm not going to go terribly deep this time. Maybe I will do another podcast on stuff later, but this is more of a basic why people talk about the Bay of Pigs when talking about the Kennedy assassination. I'm not even going to go into the cool Nixon stuff yet, which would be really fun, and that will probably come in another podcast, because the, the one of the fun things fun or frustrating or um, I want to poke my eyes out with blazing hot um, irons about the JFK assassination. You might want to think that the JFK assassination ended and all the discussion and all the topics and all the, ended in November 63, but that'd be entirely wrong because it cast a long shadow, a very long shadow that certainly goes well beyond 1963 and also stretches to 1962 and before. I'm going to assume you are somewhat familiar with the concept of the Bay of Pigs. In 1962, the Russians had planted nuclear warheads in Cuba, aimed at the United States, aimed toward different spots in the United States. And the Russians and the Americans weren't getting along very well at the time. They just weren't. Um... That was a large part of the unrest 
of the late 50s and the early 60s, after the Bay of Pigs was settled, there was a little bit of a lull for about a year, year and a quarter. But then stuff started happening again. But in the Cuban Missile Crisis, there were missiles pointed at the United States. And JFK, who had taken office as basically a continuation of Eisenhower. You can like Eisenhower. You can not like Eisenhower. You can like Kennedy. You can not like Kennedy. But to the early on, what Eisenhower was doing to what Kennedy was doing, there wasn't a whole lot of difference. Kennedy hadn't come up with his identity yet. His identity changed as he and his brother, Bobby Kennedy, who was his um, attorney general, they had some back and forths. They had a whole bunch of back and forths. They talked like, well, they talked like sisters, basically. You know, hey, how about this? Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should, how about, would this make sense? (coughs) While most presidents ran things by the FBI, the CIA, the power brokers. I'll just put it that way. Kennedy instead ran stuff by his brother. And the further along Kennedy's um, time as president went, he was less wedded to the power brokers. And he was more wedded to, hey, wait a minute. The power brokers don't seem to have it right. The power brokers, I don't trust them. They don't seem competent. They don't seem aiming. They don't seem to be aiming for the same goals that we are. We being JFK and Bobby Kennedy, we have an idea of what we want to do. We're going to do what we want to do as opposed to what the power brokers are saying. So the power brokers who are used to having rubber stamps from whoever the president was, suddenly that wasn't necessarily the case anymore. And with the Bay of Pigs, a whole bunch of things started to happen that were not how they usually went. Instead of Kennedy and Kennedy Kennedy saying, okay, power brokers, okay, FBI, okay, CIA, what should we do? Okay, that's a great idea. That's what I was going to do anyway. Let's go do that. They fought back. They objected. They said, they asked, questions. Ask, why why are we doing it this way? Why don't we do it a different way? Why This doesn't seem safe. And the questions were not appreciated. What eventually ended up happening in the Bay of Pigs, I'm going to get this wrong. I'm going to get this wrong. Some of you are going to be hollering at your, why can't you get the basic things right? Again, Bay of Pigs is not yet my bailiwick. But Instead of Kennedy and Kennedy running everything through the CIA and the FBI, Kennedy and Kennedy found a way to have President Kennedy have a back 
door communication relationship with Nikita Khrushchev. Kennedy talking to Khrushchev, it wasn't, you know, a Skype call, but it was basically, okay, I'm going to talk to this person and they're going to talk to somebody and they're going to tell. So it was the telephone game, but Kennedy and Khrushchev, hey, this thing that they're, that our people are talking about and that your people are talking about, it's going to kill a whole lot of people and I don't want to do that. And Khrushchev was basically, yeah, basically you're right. I don't trust them either. So let's try to figure out a way to do this so that we don't kill everybody. And once Kennedy and Kennedy realized there were ways of doing things that didn't involve building up the military, um, <laughs> the strength of the military. There were different ways. There was solving things through use of diplomacy. Eventually, the Bay of Pigs was resolved in a fashion that infuriated a whole bunch of people, but really, there weren't a whole lot of people that got killed. There were some, especially in Cuba, and that sucked. But in general, it was a whole lot better than it could have been, at least if you consider body counts of death to be a bad thing. So Kennedy and Kennedy decided, let's try to do the diplomacy thing. Let's try to stop people from getting killed instead of increasing the amount of people who are getting killed. And then after the um, Bay of Pigs, Kennedy also started to look at other things with a more, well, what if we don't rely upon the intelligence agencies to do all the work? What if we try to avoid getting people killed? JFK then was looking strongly into limiting the U.S.'s involvement in the Vietnam War. While that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the Bay of Pigs, the concept of Kennedy running an end run around the alphabet soup agencies did not play well with people who are in the alphabet soup agencies. So if you're used to being a big shot, you're used to being big man on campus and somebody comes up and does something and all of a sudden they're the important person and you are entirely incidental. Are you going to like it very much? I generally wouldn't. You know, there have been times where I've been in a situation where, hey, I, I, I kind of like how this is going. And then somebody comes in and says, nope, OK, we're not going to do it that do it that way anymore. And you no longer are very important. And it, 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 it's not it, it's not fun. It's not fun. And when the people who um, are being told you're not that important anymore have guns and relationships with people who like to use guns, it's really not that hard of a leap to go from 
alphabet soup agencies mad at President Kennedy to President Kennedy dying. It's really not that big of a leap. Is the Bay of Pigs exactly why something may have happened? Eh, no, no. I'm not a huge fan of the... It's kind of like the... um. The baseball fan says, oh, it's the umpire. The umpire made that one bad call in the seventh inning, and that cost us... No, 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 that's not why you lost the game. You lost the game because the other team played better than you did. Yeah, there's a bad call maybe along the way, but the other team probably had some bad calls too. To win, you adjust. And there are multiple things that are going to happen that will decide an outcome. Among those reasons for... Kennedy possibly being killed, the alphabet soup agencies had had enough of both the president and his um, attorney general brother. And with that as a backdrop, it's really not that hard to examine the Katzenbach memo, trying to put together the Warren Commission in a fashion such that Yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald did it all by himself. He did it by himself. He had no Confederates. There were no alphabet soup agencies involved. And Oswald would have been found guilty if there was a trial. Bay of Pigs deserves a much bigger look than I'm giving it. And probably at some point I will extend it a whole bunch. But as far as for this podcast episode, the Bay of Pigs led to, to a rather large extent, the Kennedys both being interested in doing an end run around the intelligence gathering agencies, which was hazardous to his health. And if he was going to get killed, and if he was going to have a Katzenbach memo saying, Lee Harvey Oswald did it. There wasn't going to be a whole lot of looking into, well, what if the CIA hired somebody? No, 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 we don't want to know that. All we want to know is Lee Harvey Oswald did it. He would have been found guilty. That's all we want to know. I will talk more about a whole bunch of different angles. I'm starting to enjoy this a bit. I hope you are. Thanks for stopping by. I will talk to you later.